0: Happy Monday, welcome to the Millennial Momentum Podcast. Tommy Tahoe, your host here on the mic. It's Monday morning, at 6 a.m., we're ready to go, fired up for a week. Hope to help you get in the mindset to make some money, get that workout in, get that promotion, make that sale, whatever you gotta do to get the week off on a good foot. And got you know a little bit to, to deliver to you from a quote that I saw this morning. I've seen it a million times, but it hit home. Uh, and I want to tell a few stories. So, um, you know, here's the quote from you know the all-time great Michael Jordan: "I've missed more than nine thousand shots in my career. I've lost almost three hundred games. Twenty-six times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed." And you know the topic I want to talk for a minute about is not being afraid to fail and going for it. Right? And to tell the Michael Jordan story a little bit for those that aren't aware, 1978, Michael Jordan is a sophomore in high school. He tries out for the varsity basketball team and he's a little guy at this point. He's like 5'9", not that good. He can't dunk yet. He got cut uh in place of someone named Leroy Smith. And you know Jordan used that as fire and he he says whenever he was training in high school, he would think about his name not on that list. And in JV, he started to score 30, 40, 50 points a game, and and he would just train harder than anyone else and work harder than anyone else. And you know, obviously he went on to be the greatest basketball player of all time. But he, what you don't know about that story is that when we met Bill Cartwright, who was one of his teammates for the Bulls, he won five of Jordan's six championships with him. Jordan had that chip on his shoulder till the day that he left the court. When they had to give fake names to stay at hotels because the Bulls were so popular, Jordan's fake name that he gave was Leroy Smith. This is like 20 years after he got cut in high school. He still didn't let it go. He did not let that failure define him. In fact, he used that to push him harder and harder and harder for the rest of his life. Even when he got inducted into the Hall of Fame, he invited Leroy Smith there so he could call him out in front of the entire audience. Maybe a little overboard, possibly a bit arrogant, but he used that fire to push him forward. And that got me thinking about, you know, what other stories of persistence and getting over failure were there? And there's one other one that I wanted to call out, and it's the late, great Walt Disney. And we all know about Disney now, we know about Disney World, we know uh, the masterpieces that he created. But what you don't know is that he grew up in Kansas City, very poor family, and he was the fourth of five children. Two of his older brothers ran away when he was only four years old. And when he got to the age, he was age 16, and you have to be 18 to join the military. He lied about his age to get into the military. Got into war. Once the war was over, he came back to Kansas City and started working at an art studio. He and his co worker decided the art studio was not for them. They wanted to open up their own studio in Kansas City. Um, it's called the Laughagram. It went bankrupt. He could have said, maybe I'll go back to another studio. Maybe I'll try doing something else. No. He wanted to continue with his passion of art. And he then went to uh, California, went to Hollywood, and he worked on an animated series called Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, and he said, this is it, this is my big break, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, this is going to change the world. It was distributed by Universal Pictures, it became really popular, and then as the series went on of Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, essentially his client, took the rights away from him to that. So it became very popular. Walt Disney lost the rights to his creation of Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Again, his back is up against the wall. He's losing money. He lost the thing that made him famous and that became famous. He then created, out of that, a replacement, Mickey Mouse. We all know how Mickey Mouse turned out. He then decided... He wanted to get away from just the shorts of Mickey Mouse. He wanted to create a full-length animated movie. Nobody thought this was a good idea. His business partner, his brother, Roy Disney, objected. Hollywood people said it was going to turn into a tragedy. It said it was going to be Disney's folly. It cost him $1.5 million to create his movie, Snow White. And Time Magazine then named it an authentic masterpiece. It, It summed over $8 million, which is hundreds of millions in today's world. It also led to him getting 22 Academy Awards, and he was nominated 59 times at the Academy Awards. Those are still records that have yet to be broken because he went against the grain. He did not take that failure. And then he said, mm, I want to keep pushing it. His art studio actually almost folded during the next war in the, 50, in the 40s. And it was not until uh, he created Cinderella in the 50s that his studio recovered. So he went bankrupt again. It recovered, uh, and then, you know, as we all know, he actually, you know, created the theme park, the Disney theme park, that has changed the face of the vacation industry and the resort. And it's still the most visited vacation destination resort anywhere in the world. More than two and a half times the population of Florida goes there every year. 52 million people go to Disney World every single year. And so, how does that translate to us? Well, it's easy to say, you know, you don't want to fail. But sometimes you got to go through those really tough times and you got to try something new. You have to go up to that girl or guy at the bar and have them roll their eyes at you and go back to Instagram. You have to pick up that phone and make that cold call and get hung up on. You have to pitch that idea to a new company or to an investor or ask your boss for that raise or that promotion. Or you have to try to go on that five-mile run only to panted and and winded and turn around half mile in because you're so exhausted. But you get a little bit better that time. And then the next time you go out and you make that call or you go on that run, you go a little bit further. Do a little bit better. Your pitch is a little bit stronger. And over time, it's the compound effect and the people that can get knocked down seven times, get back up that eighth time. Those are the people that are successful. Walt Disney very easily could have quit any of those other times and been a very well-respected art creator for another firm, made decent money, been a happy guy. I'm sure that could have been how his fate turned out, but he wanted to change the world. He wanted to be remembered. He wanted to leave a legacy. If that's you, you got to do what other people are not willing to do. You got to put in the work. You got to get creative. You have to try new things, be innovative, And whether that's in sales, whether that's in business, whether that's in your health, relationships, anything, you've got to put in the work. You cannot take failure as the last result. As Ogmandino once said, failure will never overcome me if my persistence to succeed is strong enough. Have a great Monday. Let's get after it. Last week of July, let's make it the best week of our entire lives out.